Welcome to Redefining Success, the Kingdom Builder Spotlight. I'm your host, Eric L. Dunavant, the Mindset Disruption Strategist and President and CEO of Paradium. My teams and I redefine success for purpose-driven families and businesses by challenging social norms and balancing family and finance to build kingdom impact and generational prosperity. I believe that there are families and businesses that have learned to give a new definition to the word success from a kingdom perspective. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the next 20 to 30 minutes where we take traditional thinking and turn it upside down. Welcome, everyone. This is Eric L. Dunavant, the Mindset Disruption Strategist. We're here again for another episode of Redefining Success. And joining me today is Matt Nick, the visionary of Willow Grove Landscape. But he has such an incredible story to share with you and just a story of being rock bottom and then God lifting him back up. And I can't wait to just explore more of that when we talk about redefining success. This is truly success redefine. So Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to be here. So uh, Matt, my first question is always the same. It's a Saturday afternoon. I've got the grill fired up. We're both here in South Louisiana, so I probably have a crawfish boil going as well. Um, But I've invited all my friends over for the barbecue and to spend time. My listeners are my friends. Would you please introduce yourself to my friends? Yeah, absolutely. Um, how you guys doing? I'm, I'm Matthew Nick. Um, I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a man of faith. Um, I love an adventure. I love to fish, anything outdoors, anything that, that uh, gets me excited about just living life and exploring. Tell me a little bit about the, tell me a little bit about the business. Yeah. So, uh, so I started Willow Grove uh, about five years ago. Um, the, uh, I left uh, kind of a corporate lifestyle um, and working for other landscape companies due to poor culture um, and poor long-term goals. And uh, so when I started Willow Grove, I wanted to create an opportunity for people like myself to achieve some of their long-term goals and also uh, promote a healthy uh, culture um, so that people could look forward to coming to work every day and building something. I love that. I love that. Matt, what it what are you passionate about today? Like what gets you out of bed and excited today? Um, what gets me excited today is uh, the opportunity to, to, to enhance lifestyle. So um, I, I look at that in a broad spectrum, right? It starts with, uh, with my family, starts with my wife. Um, recently I've started to, uh, tap into generational impact and, uh, and, 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 and focus on, 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 on building the kingdom, uh, through my family. Um, and then as I go through the day, um, you know, I, I'm looking to, to make impacts, uh, and enhance lifestyles, not only for my, my team members, uh, owning a landscape co- company gives me the opportunity to serve, uh, serve our, our clients, serve my team. Uh, and as a byproduct, we get to build outdoor uh, entertainment areas that we know add value to people's lives. Um, we know that it adds value because we create this space and now they invite their friends and their family over and they're able to build on their relationships. So essentially, 
we're creating an environment that uh, promotes healthy relationship development. Um, and through that, uh, we promote, um, you know, healthier lifestyles for our team members uh, mm. to enjoy as well. Give, do you mind give us just a practical example, maybe even in the last week or so of something that you've been able to do with your team um, that really has kind of fed you, but fed into them as well? Um, so, um, mm, you know, in the last, uh, in the last couple of weeks, we've, uh, we've created, uh, some, some, some outdoor, uh, environments and, and, and been able to build relationships with, uh, specific clients, uh, some, some, some from, from, from church. And, uh, and so one cool thing is, is, you know, when the guys get there, um, we, uh, you know, we have a team meeting, we have a team huddle, uh, we have some goals and, uh, we execute. And as we execute, we get feedback from clients. Um, and as we gain this feedback, it'll come in the form of photos, uh, Google reviews, uh, personal messages from the client, sending pictures saying, man, you know, my life's already changed. Uh, we're already out here enjoying this, uh, this outdoor space. Um, as far as, uh, you know, making an impact and, and having fun with the team, we, uh, we believe fully in, in, in having fun uh, with, uh, with our team. Um, you know, tomorrow we're going to a, a fishing tournament. There's nine team members registered uh, for the Home Builders Fishing Tournament. Um, the, the following week, we're, uh, we had uh, all 32 uh, team members sign up to join us at Lancaster Elementary uh, for an opportunity to serve in our community. Oh, wow. um, so we, uh, community service is at the forefront. It's one of our core values as we develop relationships. And uh, it's cool when your whole team buys into it, right? They all say, hey, I want to be there. I want to serve uh, alongside, um, you know, some of our leadership team members. So it's, uh, it's, it's meaningful and it's fun. Oh, that's not, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Matt, it, it, you were telling me a little bit before we started the show, but I think everybody, it would be powerful for them to hear. It hasn't always been, you know, what it's been over the last five years. Tell us a little bit about your journey and your story. Kind of what are some of the, the, the biggest obstacles that you've kind of overcome? Yeah, I think the biggest obstacle that I've overcome was uh, was self-centeredness um, um, and uh, self, uh, just just self, a problem with self. And uh, a lot of that stems from uh, from some childhood trauma. Um, and uh, and, you know, soon after high school, um, I, uh, I started to, uh, to 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 develop an addiction uh, for drugs and alcohol. And um and that led me to uh, a deep, dark uh, path uh, with no light in sight. And uh, essentially, I ended up in, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, um, homeless uh, with uh, with no resources. I had burned every bridge, um, every family member. Um, you know, I, 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 had, I had walked away or uh, broken every relationship along the way. Um, and I ended, you know, just just sitting there um, in a homeless shelter by myself. And uh, and so at that time, you know, I had and I had a decision to make. I had a choice to make, um, and uh, and the choice that I made was to was to have faith in God, um, and uh, and and believe that there was more for me in this life. That there was a purpose, um, and uh, so through that journey, uh, I decided to uh, to to live a sober and healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, and for the first five years, um, you know, I, I was heavily involved in Alcoholics Anonymous and other self help programs. Uh, and what I learned through that was uh, was that self was the problem, right? My solution was alcohol and drugs, but the real problem was was me. Um, and so I started to live a, a selfless life. Uh, I started to, to to use the tools. 
um, that uh, were inspired um, and, uh, and 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 uh, were were given to me uh, so that I could uh, uh, not only use those tools and find recovery, but I could uh, help empower other men uh, that were in a similar situation. So a lot of service, a lot of involvement, and in, uh, in the community, uh, as well as helping other people who had similar issues. Uh, recover from from alcoholism and drug addiction. Um, recently, uh, in the past uh, uh, five to six years, I've uh, you know I sobered up on April 11th or April 4th, 2011, and uh, so that's uh, 11 years ago. Uh, 12 years uh, is coming up in uh, in April, and so about five years ago, I started to merge. Um, you know, the, 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 the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous with the Bible. And, uh, and I started to, uh, redefine my faith, um, and, uh, and, and, and get closer to God in a more religious way. Um, and, uh, and so, uh, I, I've been, I've been blessed, uh, since I've sobered up, I have a, a beautiful wife. Uh, we've been married eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have an eight-year-old, a six-year-old and a four-year-old. Uh, and they all look to me uh, for their strength uh, and for their courage. And, uh, and, 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 and it's a blessing that, that, that I get those gifts uh, in my life to, uh, to, to, um, to, to help uh, mold and, and build. Um, Are you you're originally from here? Yeah, I'm originally from uh, Mandeville, Covington area. Okay. And so how do you end up in Minneapolis? <laughs> Well, uh, through uh, the, the 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 dark path, um, I, uh, I I ended up in South Carolina, Texas, Arkansas, uh, uh, Memphis, Tennessee, and finally I ended in uh, in Minneapolis. Uh, I was always running from myself, right? Okay. Everywhere everywhere I went, there I was. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> what um what was the catalyst to get you to go to Alcoholics Anonymous? What was the catalyst um, to get you to even kind of turn it around? Yeah, so um, I, I tried uh, many times to to do the alcohol Alcoholics Anonymous, and uh, and you know when I was sitting in the homeless shelter, I had this this gal look at me, and she goes, you know, I know the problem with you, and I said, what is it? And she said, you know, you're just a liar, you know, you 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 are a liar and you're dishonest. Mm. I said, you know, that's that's uh that's that nobody's ever been that bold to to call me out in that way, you know. People have always said that I was lying, but for the first time. You know, I, uh, I I was rock bottom. I had, I, there was nobody to listen to. So when she said it, it actually, it made sense. And, wow. uh, and so, you know, the honesty and integrity portion of me is, uh, you know, if I lie, I die. That's how I look at it. Right. So I have to tell the truth because if I start lying again, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting closer to, to picking up alcohol and drugs again. So in the forefront of my life is integrity at the forefront of every day is telling the truth, being honest, being transparent, uh, you know, and, and, and as I navigated that life, you know, I started uh, really early on, I, I understood that, you know, that, that I don't trust other people when I'm lying. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so and in order for me to trust others, I have to tell the truth because when I'm lying, I have a guilty conscience. Right. And I think that everybody around me is lying. So yeah. at the point that I was willing to be honest with myself and say, hey, honesty is a piece that I've been missing in this sobriety journey and in this life journey. And when I put that at the forefront, I was able to to focus on on not only telling the truth for me and myself, but also I was able to trust others. Right. Which is one of the, one of the biggest separators for me. Uh, and, and, and taking advice or taking, uh, you know, recommendations from others was that I didn't trust them. And, and the biggest reason was because I didn't trust myself. Mm. Mm. 
What does what does the journey look like that brings you back to so I mean you're beginning the journey of healing, you're beginning the journey of sobriety. What journey then brings you back to the Mandeville Covington, Louisiana area? Uh yeah, so we uh my wife and I were uh were were were, were we were expecting our first son eight years ago and okay. we wanted to be closer uh to family. We wanted to be closer um, you know, to, to have help with the kids and, and reconnect with some of the the family relationships that, 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 you know, that we were away from. So that's really the, the one thing that got me back uh, to the, to the Louisiana area. So you were, you were a lot, a lot of your sobriety journey, three or four years of it happened. You just stayed in Minneapolis. Is that, do I have that part of the story, right? Yes, sir. And were you working in landscape then? I was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Started as a laborer to a crew leader, to a project manager, to uh, it was a five-year uh, journey through uh, through different opportunities, um, and uh, worked my way up to a, a branch manager, chief operating officer of some other pretty big firms. So uh, that kind of gave me the knowledge and the the real-world experience to uh, to be able to start a, a landscape company and be be successful pretty early on. So, did you come back to Louisiana and start the landscape company, or did you go to work for someone else when you came back here? Yeah, so um, uh, we moved uh, here when our eight-year-old was born. Yeah. Uh, we lived here for two years working for a landscape company in the area. And then the company in Minnesota begged us to come back. So they moved our family back to Minneapolis, uh, where we stayed for a year. Um, and some, some, we had a, a lot of rapid growth, a lot of really fast-paced growth. And, uh, and, and, and so the, there was some some. Uh, some some things that happened uh, with the uh, with the owner that, uh, that that a lot of the team questioned, and so we all kind of uh, backed out. And I had opportunity to go uh, work for other companies. Had a pretty good resume at that time, and my wife looked at me and said, "Why? Why? I'm ready to sow in our roots. I don't want to keep transferring and moving around. We have you know a two year old and, and and another uh, baby on the way, and I'm ready to to sink our roots in." Uh, you need to start your own landscape company and, <laughs> and I'm here to support it. And, uh, and that's all that I needed uh, to, to take the risk was her support. So you were there in Minneapolis or you were back in Louisiana when you started? Yeah. So I was in, I was in Minneapolis in, in October, we moved down and, uh, and, and for four months I worked on, you know, a 95 page business plan. I went to the banks, I got lending, uh, I developed relationships. I got the licensing that I needed specific to this industry. And yep. then March of 2017, I started up. So for five months, we had zero income. We went from good income, private insurance to no income, uh, government assistance and, uh, and, 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 you know, really utilize the system for, for, for what it's designed for. Um, and, uh, and until we were able to afford, um, you know, uh, our own private health care. Wow. Wow. So five months, you move back, you start a business in a community, you know, but in essence, you don't have any business relationships in um, how hard was that? You know, uh, in that five months, it seemed really hard. Uh, but, uh, but March of 2017, um, you know, I, 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 I use the principles that I, that I learned, uh, through, you know, self-help and recovery, right. Of, of service to others, of honesty, of integrity, 
of uh, of honoring commitments and uh and so for me putting those things at the forefront helped me uh you know gain traction in the early success it helped me build a relationships it helped me build a brand uh it helped me build um you know integrity and 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 and, and, and a reputation that i was a man of my word i was going to do what i said i would do um at any cost right if that meant that i that i, that I lost money on the job I, I still did it i still showed up and i still hold true to those values today how long did it take you to kind of go from we're building to, okay, we've got at least a little bit of breathing room or we're going to be able to make it? Um, yeah, so we, um, I remember in, in the first three months of business, I, I called the bank and said, I'm ready for you to open up that line of credit. And uh, and so they pinged my account with the first $5,000 from the line of credit and really, the, the reason that I did that is because I feared bouncing uh, a check or uh, or not making it. It just so happened that uh, that I didn't even need the five thousand dollars in credit. I was able to give it back to him the following week. Uh, and uh, in year one, we were profitable. Uh, uh, I met with a, a CPA, and he said, "You're not going to pay taxes for the first three years." And at the end of the year, I went and sat down with him, and he said, uh, "Well, here's what you can expect us paying taxes." And I said, <laughs> Well, hold on a second. You know, that's not what we talked about nine months ago. And uh, you know, he said, well, it's a good problem to have. And I said, sure. Uh, I feel blessed. <laughs> Matt, what has been maybe, what is it like to have a wife at home who I, I almost want to say kicks you out of the corporate world? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I think that my wife at home, saw the man who I was in the corporate world. She saw that I woke up every day. I looked in the mirror at a man who made a commitment, but 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 was unable to honor that commitment due to uh, the, the process and procedure that the other company conformed to. Sure. Uh, and so she knew that that, that, that that wore on me. You know, she knew that I was taking those calls in the evenings and taking those calls at night um, to, to, to have uncomfortable conversations, which most of which were out of my control um, due to uh, not having the right team or process to be able to deliver uh, on, on the promises that I made. Um, and so her support for me to come and, and do this on my own was, uh, you know, and, and for us to do this as a family uh, was really geared towards other people, right? Um, I, I remember walking into a, a retirement meeting and, and talking to a gentleman who had been with the company that I was working at at the time. Uh, he was there for 35 years. And I said, you know, hey, uh, hey, Dave, uh, how, what's your plans on, uh, on, on getting in on this retirement? And he said, Matt, I've never gotten in on any of the retirement here. And I said, Dave, why not? He said, well, my house will be paid off next year. And, you know, Social Security, I have, I have enough built up in Social Security. And I just plan to, you know, kind of retire on Social Security. And, and, and my house is paid off. And, you know, as a, as a, as a, as a, a 26-year-old with uh, two kids, I'm looking at myself in the mirror saying, man, I don't want to be the same guy in 30 years. Uh, yeah. That doesn't sound fun. Uh, right. It's not rewarding, yeah. uh, especially as I know this gentleman has pretty much sold his soul to that company and really has, uh, you know, not much to look forward to. Mm. Mm. So Matt, how does that kind of fuel the business that you're building today? I mean, so you were in a certain culture. Now you've got a chance to create a different culture, a different type of business. How does that kind of fuel what you're building in um, Willow Grove and the company you've got? Yeah. So uh, that's, uh, you know, one, uh, 
one big thing for me, you know, is, 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 you know, as we had, we had, we had, I think eight full-time employees and I, and I, and I reached out and had medical come in and, and give us benefits, right. Medical, dental, and vision. And, and, and I, and I, I interviewed with uh, 10 or so um, um, salespeople and they all said, Matt, you know, you should wait until you're 20, 25 people. Uh, the cost isn't going to be effective. You know, can you afford it, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, and I said, I, I, I'm, I'm taking this step in faith that, that, that I know that this is what I want for my team, regardless of how many and regardless of the cost. Um, and, uh, and so we activated benefits with eight full-time employees. Um, and the next goal was to, uh, to, to activate a simple IRA, which, uh, took us a little longer than expected. Uh, we did this, uh, earlier this year where we activated a simple IRA with a 3% match. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and so those are, those are two big, uh, goals that I had that are in my business plan from before I even, uh, started the business. Um, and, and so I wanted to not only give the opportunity for, for, for people to have uh, opportunity for, for health care and, and, and to better their personal health um, and their physical health, but, but also an opportunity for them to, 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 to invest in something that they have, uh, a, a, you know, a, a way to look forward and, and a way to, you know, kind of create wealth as, uh, as, as they build and grow uh, in, in, you know, in their career. Uh, while still having something to look forward to on the day that, you know, that they're, you know, 35 years in and, 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 and ready to retire, you know, at, at 55 or 65, making that retirement happen sooner and, and creating an opportunity for them to believe in that um, sooner. As you see things continue to grow, what's next on the list of culture type things that you want to, that you haven't been able to do yet, but you're wanting to put in place? Yeah, so uh, so you know this uh, through bit through through growth and and and, and kind of coming into this market, um, you know where wh- what I see successful and what's on my agenda to to, to talk about with our leadership team, uh, you know next week in our in our quarterly meeting as we prepare for the 2023 season is is that this day and age, you know um, we have. Uh, our labor pool isn't as great as we'd like it to be. Right. And I think that that's a problem in, in the whole nation. And, uh, and so what we're seeing is, is that people want, you know, they, they, they want more time off. Uh, they want to be paid higher wages. They want benefits. They want a positive culture. Right. And so, and they want flexibility. And so the, what the things that we have currently today are benefits we have a positive culture um, and, and we do have time off. So we do have po- uh, time off policies, you know, after so long, uh, they get a certain amount of time off and paid holidays. So we do have that. I would like to increase that time off policy and give them more time off. I would wow. also like to pay them uh, more. And, and so we can attract and retain and, and recruit uh, with a, with a wider net, right. And, and, and give uh, 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 the American workforce what they want. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Matt, this, your story is so incredible. Is there anything that you wanted to make sure you got to share today that I haven't asked you questions about, but you wanted to share? Um, you know, I, uh, I think, I think I'm happy with, uh, with, you know, with, with where I'm, you know, with where the story has gone. Yeah. Well, good, good. Matt, if people are kind of following you, they want to know more kind of about your culture, what you've built in business, know more about you. What's the best way to kind of follow the work that you do or keep up with your company? Um, so we have a, a Facebook uh, page uh, called Willow Grove Landscape. Uh, Willow Grove is one word. 
we also have Instagram, we have Twitter, we have LinkedIn. Um, we're, we're on pretty much every social media platform. Um, and, uh, and we're always in the community. So look for us on, uh, you know, the Chamber of Commerce website, the Home Builders Association website, uh, Louisiana Nursery and Landscape Association's website. Uh, we're, we're pretty involved in, uh, in our community outreach and uh, in service, but those are the, the best ways, you know, and, and, and look, I'm a man that believes that, you know, that, that, that the more I give, the more I receive, right? And, and I also believe that I can't keep what I have unless I give it away. So I actively uh, mentor uh, plenty of people in our community, uh, landscape businesses that 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 that, that, that want to change the way that that, that they're operating or that want to grow, that want to start up. Um, and so uh, my phone is always on. Uh, my contact information is listed on our website. Mm-hmm. And anybody who uh, you know I would say is is struggling with uh, with life, with, with with alcohol or drug addiction mm-hmm. or. Or with business, or, uh, or 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 with faith, you know, I encourage them to reach out to me, uh, and and I, and I'm I'm happy to go to go deeper into into my testimony, uh, my success, and uh, and you know, share my experience and strength uh, and hope with them uh, to try to help. That's so good, so good, you guys. If you're if you're in this place or you're struggling, I definitely would encourage you. I've known Matt. Now for about a month, we've got to know each other through a different process, but it's been, it's, it's what an incredible man and a giver. Um, so Matt, thank you again for being on the show. Last question is always the same. In three generations, what do you hope your great-grandchildren remember about you? Yeah, so uh, that, uh, that, that's that been some some more recent discoveries have helped me, and, I, and I'm still navigating that process. So I do feel that my answer today would probably be different uh, in uh, in a couple of months, as I grow closer and and, and stronger in my own faith, um, and uh, continue to, to to seek out this generational impact that uh, that I'm on a mission to uh, to find, um, I think that you know what 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 would be uh, really cool is that you know if my if my grandchildren or or, or, uh, or children were able to cascade the message that that that, that Matt is a is a man of integrity uh, first and foremost. Uh, that that um, you know that he's he he was a man of faith, uh, strong faith. Um, he had a mission in life to make an impact and to change the lives around him. Um, and that uh, that that he was a, a, a um, an adventurer at heart, right? That he would he would he wouldn't turn down any opportunity to go on an adventure and uh, and have fun and and really embrace life and the experiences that life uh, offered. I love that. Thank you again, Matt. Beautiful, beautiful story, beautiful testimony. So thank you for being with us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yep. So we will be with you again next time. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. Have a fantastic day. Eric L. Dunavit here. Thank you so much for joining us for Redefining Success, the Kingdom Builder Spotlight. If you're a business owner or a family who is actively redefining success or have thoughts on kingdom impact or generational prosperity, and you would like to be a guest on the show, then I invite you to apply. Visit www.ericldunavant.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to share that either through text 
or social media. Take a screenshot of the show and share that and share what you learned. If you know anyone that should be a guest on our show, we would also love for you to connect us to them. The best way to do that is to use hashtag redefining success. I love to read your thoughts and shares on social media. And we also are honored just to get any recommendations of people that you think we should be interviewing on the show. We are constantly adding new content, adding new podcasts. So first and foremost, I'm going to recommend that you subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Also, you, all of your likes, your reviews, your shares, all of that makes a big difference to the show. So if you'll include those when you can, we definitely appreciate it. If you'd like to get in touch with me, visit www.ericl360.com and all of my connections to social and other ways to get in touch with me are there. This is Eric L. Donovan, the Mindset Disruption Strategist, signing off. Until next time.